You're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. Life is good, but you, player, deserve something great. Follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on social media and get the latest advice, tips, and life hacks. Follow at Game On with Jack on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Lastly, hook yourself up with news you can use. Interviews, posts, articles, and more on men's lifestyle, health, and success. See you at www.gameonwithjack.blog. Life's a game. Time to play. Time to win. We all strive to be comfortable. That is a basic biological function, moving towards environments that put us at ease, situations that are safe. However, every so often a player will rise who looks to do what is hard rather than what is easy. Every so often a player will embolden themselves to evolve not in spite of difficult situations, but because of them. Luckily for us, such a guest is with us tonight. Luke Kingston helps people build a bulletproof mindset while becoming self-aware of who they are. Growing up in a life of comfort, Kingston realized it was getting him nowhere. Desiring change in his mindset to become a better version of himself and through coaching found that version. Luke always considers the hard route to go down as it most often leads to the best results. Becoming the person one wants to be is a difficult thing to do, but never impossible. Kingston is a lover of sports and fitness, and when he is not coaching, he is most likely training MMA or out for a run. Luke Kingston is also our guest this evening. Uh, you always said you for a better thing. Wanna replace me? I'm in a place that I've never been. It's worse than lonely. Cause someone tell me they say good in me. There's good in me. Cause I got doubts, I got doubts, I got doubts, yeah. Sometimes I wanna risk it all. Since you left me. Struggle, baby. All right, guys, you've heard the introduction in the bio. Now join me in welcoming to Game On, the inspiring, the powerful, and the rugged Luke Kingston. Luke, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jackson. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you so much. And uh, a, a big thanks to Luke because we were trying to work out some, some some tech issues not too long ago. But Luke, let uh, the audience know um, what name they can find you by on what platform. Mm. So Luke Kingston or my my business, my coaching business name is Kingston Coaching. So you can find me okay. on Instagram, Kingston Coaching, or my website, uh, KingstonCoaching.org. And for those who can't, you know, who can't detect, Luke, you are from across the pond. Where did you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in in England, uh, in London. So not in the not in the central part of London, but on the outskirts. So, if you've heard of Wembley Stadium, 
Uh, yes. It's, it's quite close to there. Yeah, I'm very close to Wembley. Um, and another thing that you might not know about me is that I'm actually half Spanish as well. So my okay. mother is from a very a very rural part in Spain called Palencia. Which, okay. um, yeah. So when I grew up in in the summer vacation, we used to go there for about a month and just you know see the family, uh, see friends, and and have a good time in the sun. Now, one of the things in your biography that jumped out to me, and I want to I want to spend some time talking about it, is that you grew up with a life of comfort, and you found that growing up like that did not help you per se. So, how did you? How did you realize that? What kind of comfort are you talking about? And how did that lead you into the business of, of coaching? Yes, yes. Because most people don't say that. Most people are like, oh, no, I grew up in comfort. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and it was, I think it was growing up, it was realizing that I, I, I came from a pretty average, normal life where I had everything I needed, um, which some in in some ways made me choose the easy options uh when I was growing up maybe in school but then obviously realizing all of this growing up and coming out of school realizing my mental health wasn't at the best and and really wanting to I always wanted to be a better version of myself like just growing and achieving things but I never actually went and done it so it wasn't until I think it wasn't really until I actually signed up to do my first uh, triathlon which was when I was like, damn, okay, this is what hard work feels like. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it's one of those things where nowadays I'm more often than not putting myself and choosing to do the hard thing rather than the easy thing, because I know that the hard thing will bring back, bring about good results for myself, which is a lot of the philosophy that I use for my life coaching business that I, that I run. So we got what I'm assuming is probably a, a young Luke Kingston does a triathlon, says this sucks. This is a lot of hard work. And then how what was the, the path from that realization, maybe at the finish line, maybe like a mile away from the finish line to when you go and, you know, start your, your first coaching gig? Yeah. So do you know what it is? I, I, I learned a lot about discipline within that I, th I, uh, I think it was a 12 week training plan that I made for myself and I learned that discipline is the things that is the thing that creates the memories and the the high moments that you have in your life so it's like you work towards something day in day out for a long period of time and then when you get to the event or the moment where you have the glory and you've 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 overcome all that work that you've put through you realize that discipline and the hard work is what got you there. Because for me, the race wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be at the beginning. But then going through the race, going through the process and getting to the finish line, it was like, oh, damn, if I didn't train, I would have had a really bad day and I would have hated myself for it. But because I trained, I stayed disciplined, disciplined to the to the plan. It was nice and, and and I had a good time with friends and family there as well. And then moving towards sort of the coaching business and how that came about, it was, so I used to work in a management job. And for me, a lot of the, the things that I want from my life is, is purpose and understanding, okay, what makes me fulfilled as a person? 
and I was introduced to life a life coaching course by a customer in this management job who spoke to me about how he thought I could use the skills from my management to portray this into my life coaching. So after this, after uh, a few different courses I went on, I eventually became accredited and I've been sort of trying to expand and help as many people as I can within the niche that I've created, which is <laughs> young adults who, who maybe are struggling with their purpose direction, um, maybe social confidence and some anxiety. Um, and in a way, it's kind of the person that I used to be which I, f- I find kind of funny how, how sort of things come full circle. Um, but yeah. You know, there's two quotes that <clears throat> excuse me, kind of come to mind as you were talking about um, taking the, the difficult path because it's difficult. So Kennedy, the, the American president, had a great quote about when the, when the Americans trying to get to the moon in the 60s. And, you know, he goes, we do things not because they're easy, but because they're hard. And I and then the other quote I thought of was, you know, that easy times make bad men, hard times make good men and good men make easy times. So I really do. I find that fascinating because most people try and take the path, you know, the, the path of least resistance. But you're the guy that goes, nope, I'm taking that tough path. And that says a lot about you. And I think it says a lot about your approach. So I'm curious, who are some of your influences? Maybe like people you read, people you listen to, uh, musicians, whatever. Who are three people that get Luke Kingston up and, and moving? Damn, that's a great question. Um, there's there's a lot of different people that motivate me in my life. Um, I'd say for starters, just, just my close set of friends that I have around me. They, they push me to do more and, and the things that they're doing as well um, motivates me to, you know, keep up and, and, and keep elevating my game. Um, I'll give you a, a famous one that, that you probably definitely know, uh, Mr. Goggins, David Goggins. Oh, yeah. I, I guess running through my ultramarathon and marathon, I was, I was listening to a lot of what he was saying and, and the words he says is very captivating and and, and gets you thinking about, okay, um, I don't want to be that person that, that's that quits or that, that doesn't fulfill what I was supposed to do. And, and he, and he um, envisions and cap- captivates everything perfectly, which I really like. And yeah, it resonates with me a hell of a lot. Um, and, and one more, I'll give you one in the, in the coaching industry. Sorry. <clears throat> Uh, I'll give you. Oh, no, we're, we're we're both in the same boat, coughing and sneezing. So don't worry about. We are. It. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're both we're both ill, but we'll we'll get back. <laughs> but yeah, uh, one in the Litvin, yeah, a name that you might not know, but he's very well known in the in the life coaching industry. Um, he created a book called The Prosperous Coach, and it's all on spreading a good word of mouth connections through conversations and that approach that he that he had has has motivated me to sort of try my best to to put myself out there and have these conversations that can help people because you can't help someone until you have that conversation and and the conversations are key to life and and growth can you say uh the last 
influencer's uh, name and book one more time. You're, you fell out for just a second. His name is Rich Litvin. So okay. that's R-I-C-H-L-I-T-V-I-N. Awesome. So one of the things that I <clears throat> also picked up in your bio that I wanted to ask you about is use the term bulletproof mindset. So can you tell listeners, what is a bulletproof mindset and how do they get it? Mm. Yeah, I think it comes down to a lot of what we've been already talking about. And it's that desire to to want more from yourself. And in a way, having a, in a having a stoic way of thinking of not letting the things out of your control affect you. And being able to control those things that are in your control. So it's a way of thinking and it's a way of understanding who you are as a person and where you need to go on your journey. Um, and for people to, 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 in a way, get it, it's, I wouldn't say you just get it. It's, it's more you work towards it and you, you um, believe that you yourself put on this earth are here for a reason and you're going to follow that reason and, and try to be that best version of yourself day in, day out. One of the things I like to say to myself every day when I'm, when I might be feeling a bit unmotivated is just try to improve yourself by 1%. Just, 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 just getting that 1% every day. I like that. You know, what I really like about that and, you know, we've had, um, we've had fitness coaches on the show, right? And, and they say something very similar because like people, people get overwhelmed about getting in shape and they shut down before they even like put their foot in their gym shoes. Cause they think, you know, I'm, I, I gotta go to the gym and I got to bench press 400 pounds, got to run 18 miles. And they say, most of the time, just do one thing, just get to the gym <laughs> or just, mm. just get, you know, just walk for 10 minutes because you may not be, you know, uh, ultra every day, but a little bit, on days that you don't feel your best is still pretty good. So I like that 1%. Like, let's just get 1% improvement today. Who are your... Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to add on to that and say it's like, when when you... Sometimes when you, when you try to show up too much, you end up pushing yourself back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, you want to have that consistent growth for yourself. So, so I mean, when starting a new habit, don't just go in and do like five hours at, at in one day. <laughs> right. Just, just take it slow and and just build the habit. So, to something that you mentioned earlier, and I'm a firm believer in, you know, it's that saying: "Show me the five people you hang out with, and I'll tell you your future." How important? And you mentioned that your friends are influential for you. How important is it to have a, a good collection of people around you yeah I, I i believe that you're only as strong as the weakest person in your in your in your five people so it is about having the people that around you that that motivate you to do more it's like if i wasn't doing the things i was doing maybe to motivate my friends um they might not be trying to do even more things to motivate me and that you kind of bounce off each other. There's healthy competition there. And it's in, in a way, obviously, uh, when you go to the gym and you work out with a friend, you end up 
thinking, oh, wow, I haven't worked this hard before um, because of that healthy competition and, and wanting to push each other to, to do more. Um, a funny thing that happened actually a few weeks ago was we were doing tricep dips, the the weighted ones, and there was four of us doing it. Oh, yeah. And I haven't done them. Those I hurt. haven't done them for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> but there was there was two of us who got to, to 50 kg and then another two that got to 40 kg and they were all, all of the, the the runs that we done were all pbs just from you know pushing each other um giving each other that extra burst of motivation so yeah definitely having that that group around you and that positive influence is it's, it's going to help you it's going to help you in your future now to that point also like so let's say there's a guy out there and he's right now he's listening. He's like, man, you know, Luke is dead on Four of my good buddies help motivate me. But one son of a bitch is just no damn good. <laughs> like, how do you handle or how do you recommend that? Like, maybe that friend is they're a good person, but they're just not helping getting you to that next level. They're not motivating. But how do you kind of how do you handle that kind of like delicate situation? Like, how do, how do you give them distance? How do you handle that? Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the things you can do is is approach them and talk to them. But um, I mean, there's a famous saying, you, you can bring a horse to a lake, but you can't force the horse to drink from the lake. True. Um, true, so it true. Is, it is, it's, it's sort of like it's down to them to, to, to make that change or to, to spur on that moment. But but also as a friend, it is, it is your responsibility at times to to pick them up and to maybe give them that reality check i know for me i've had to give i've had to give a few of my friends like that that reality check but for their future so that they know they're going in the right place in the right direction so yeah having that conversation but in the right environment and at the right time for them what are three of the biggest challenges men face when they grow up comfortable Um, I think one of the things that men will will grow up, especially growing up as a as a young adult, I think imposter syndrome is is one of the things that people go through, which I actually think you can spin this whole narrative into a positive one. Um, a client said to me this uh, this to me the other day. He said, "Imposter syndrome is like growing pains." Because it's like you don't know where you are right now and you, you don't feel comfortable with the, the situation that you go through. Maybe you're just starting a new office job with, with some corporate people or you're <laughs> trying to start a new business and you don't feel like you're comfortable, not comfortable, but you you belong there right now. But it's, it's the more you you carry on going there, you keep showing up, you keep working towards just, just improving yourself. Just, for example, that 1% you're going to feel more comfortable. But some people will let that imposter syndrome sort of engulf them and, and take over. So they take that step back. So I'll definitely say try to rewire that mindset on how you view imposter syndrome. And <clears throat> what are three steps or maybe just three three word uh, instructions that you would give a guy right now who wants to bulletproof his mindset. Yeah. Um, three steps to, to bulletproof someone's mindset. I would say um, try to become more self-aware 
of of yourself and and where you want to go and, and mm. where where your current position is great point think about challenges that you can put yourself through maybe it's it's um like social connectivity or building your social skills um maybe approaching that goal that 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 you've had a crush on um maybe approaching that business um that you really wanted to pitch to <coughs> like putting yourself out there and and going out of your comfort zone and really trying to grow your comfort zone i think that's another thing that's really important and the final thing i'd say to to build that bulletproof mindset would be to to just show gratitude and love towards yourself because you've got yourself into this position where you are in this current moment so just thank yourself for that you're alive you're you're well hopefully and and you should you should appreciate that show thanks and be thankful for yourself and the things that are going on around you you know another quote excuse me of mine that i love is uh and this kind of goes to your imposter syndrome point is that sometimes you gotta burn the ships if people never heard that and I, I don't know if it was the Romans or the Greeks or some some ancient invading army had basically landed in, in a place and to basically tell his troops that they were going to have to either, you know, take over or die. The general burned the ships. Mm. And it's like, you're here. So <laughs> you better figure it out. And, you know, while that can, that can be a bit extreme. I mean, guys, just like Luke said, like, you're there, make the best of it. Um, be be self-aware. Self-awareness is huge. So many guys are not self-aware. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, just, I really love gratitude. I think that an attitude of gratitude is one of the keys to just unlocking that next level for people. And, um, yeah, I think people, especially in today's world, we're, because of not just social media, but because of instant communication, we get bombarded by negativity all day. Hey guys, unplug, be grateful. Even if you're just writing the word, thank you, and you don't mean it. You keep writing it, eventually it'll sink in. But Luke, Luke is dead on about that. Luke, one of my favorite questions, because it makes every guest squirm, in keeping with the theme of sexiness, what is the sexiest thing about you? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely a, a fun question to ask. Um I, that, I, the thing is, until you ask that question, you don't really <laughs> think about it. <laughs> you know right? what I mean? <laughs> um, I, I, I would like to say my my competitiveness, my, my okay. desire to win. Um, and if if we're talking, maybe my eyes, my eyes have been complimented many times over the years. I've got some nice blue eyes. Um, thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> I, I I love your reaction to that question and what you said, because like most people don't think, I'll put it this way, let me back up. Everybody shouldn't find something sexy about themselves. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what you think you should look like. I don't care if you're, you know, if you're hitting your fitness goals or maybe you're not, you're with you all day. And if you can't find something sexy about you, there's a problem. Mm, yeah that's that's yeah dead on you're dead on the money there it's like yeah you're living in your own skin so so why not yep. just try and make yourself as comfortable as you as you can yeah your- maybe maybe you know if you're overweight or underweight but maybe your sense of humor is sexy maybe you got great mm. teeth um you know maybe if your personality is kind of you feel like it's dull but maybe you're you're you got a stunning body like 
everybody should feel sexy about something. Um, Luke, to that point, what in your opinion makes a person sexy? Uh, to have to be sexy as a man, there's there's so many different things you can do, and and I think. I think one of the most important things is just having that desire to just constantly improve yourself, which is a lot of what I've been talking about and, and, and preaching in a way. But another thing you can talk about, uh, could say is like, yeah, like you said, good sense of humor, that banter, um, a good personality leading people um, and being able to problem solve really quickly and effectively can be seen as Mm. a sexy thing, characteristic, Um, confidence, a good scent maybe having having your your own custom scent that maybe you, you you use and people know you for um and one of the things that that i love as well is animals so being able to not just not just animals but maybe children being good with children and and dogs and cats and whatnot uh so yeah i'd say all of that i love it luke it's time for the quick game where we like to give our guests a chance to run through Some entertaining questions. Are you ready? Born ready. (laughs) Luke stays ready, so he doesn't have to get ready. Here we go. Coffee or tea? Uh, Tea. How would you describe yourself in just one word? Competitive. Favorite cereal? Frosties. Uh, Your top three books? The, uh, the Prosperous Coach, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and Meditations. Yeah, you know, I tried to read The Seven Habits. That's the Stephen Covey book, right? That's right, yeah. Oh, man, I could not get through it. And there, I know people who swear by it. I acknowledge it's a great book. I just couldn't get through it. But it's, I'm going to work on that because I know it's a great book. Um, running late or always early? Always early. <laughs> Name three Star Wars characters. Oh, me, Luke Skywalker, uh, Anakin, Darth Vader, Chewbacca, Yoda. I love Star Wars. Oh, there you go. I don't. Every time I ask a question like that, I don't know how I know it, but I'm always like dead in sync with a guess. Like, oh my god, how'd you know I like Star Wars or Star Trek, whatever? I don't know. It, it's my magical power as a host. Um, no. If you could meet one historical person, who would you meet? um that's a good that's a great question there's so many um ooh, historical uh winston churchill great great pick uh one of my favorite quotes is from churchill if you find yourself walking through hell keep walking <sighs> yeah that's a fire one i love that one <laughs> um if you could run a mile in under four men, minutes or climb mount everest in it one day which would you pick the running one <laughs> And last but not least, my favorite question, probably, uh, who inspires you? Uh, me. <laughs> nice. Good people, sexy people. That wraps up our interview with the powerful, the rugged, the man that takes the hard path, Luke Kingston. Luke, let everybody know one more time where they can find you. Thank you so much, Jackson. It's actually been, I've, I've loved this. This has been one of my favorite uh, interviews. Oh, man, thanks. Thanks. And um, yeah, if you want to find me, if you want to get involved in some life coaching, um, you can find me at kingstoncoaching.org or email, send me an email at info at kingstoncoaching.org. And on Instagram, it's kingston.coaching. Awesome, Luke. Thanks very much. And we'll see you soon. 
Thanks, man. Take care. Bye-bye.